Welcome to Kanye Land. Please insert four coinjays to enter. Oh man, all I got in my wallet is these damn Tom Cruise arans from the cruise cruise last week. I'm sorry, we do not accept that currency here. Let's see, I got some tick coins, a couple nano dollars. I am really quite sorry, we don't accept that currency here. Oh wait, I found some. Let me see, one, two, three, four. Big boy, big for you. Welcome to Kanye Land. Remember, Jesus loves you. And welcome back to I Will Save You From The Future, a podcast for people who are scared of new technology. In the studio, for once, we usually do this remote, but in the studio with me, right now, sitting a head away, is my good friend, Callum Fuller. Hi, Bing. So how's it going? It's going well. I'm um, pretty good. For people who don't know who you are, give us the elevator pitch. I'm Callum Fuller. I am assistant editor of a magazine called Accountancy, which is as debauched as it sounds. Nice. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a finance journalist and, and uh, I've also dabbled in tech journalism too. So a few weeks ago, our good friend John D, that's Where's the Ale on Twitter, asked us, what is the future of credit cards and or cryptocurrency? And that's a fantastic question, John D. That's a great question. Um, And what I did was I went and I talked to my good friend, Callum, who is a financial journalist and who has written a couple of articles about uh, cryptocurrency. Um, And now he's sitting here and he's going to try and explain it to me. It is an area in which I am not an expert. I am an expert in many areas. You are quite a polymath. Yes. Um, but I don't know anything about uh, what we're going to be talking about today, um, which is mostly a thing called the blockchain. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it kind of overlaps, as I understand it, has a lot of overlap with cryptocurrencies, mm. uh, particularly Bitcoin. Yes. So uh, what is it? What What is the... First off, what's Bitcoin? Bitcoin is a... So to use the technical term, it's a cryptocurrency, which is basically... You know how you take your debit or credit card and brandish it in front of a chip and pin machine when you're shopping or in a cafe or something? Or if you're American, you swipe it and sign for it and the money is electronically transferred. Yeah, the money doesn't actually change hands. It just... It kind of appear it existed in a digital form mm-hmm. in your account, yeah. hypothetically, and now it exists in theirs. Yeah, and and what they've done with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies is basically it's it's that, but without any physical form. And 
unlike any other uh, currency, it's not assigned to a given state or nation. So it's not, it doesn't, it's decentralized. It's completely It doesn't have like a government. It's not no. backed by any kind of gold or no, it's anything all, like that. It's all theoretical. And the blockchain is the underlying technology that allows that to even occur in the first place. So the blockchain is the, is the kind of infrastructure yeah. that makes something like Bitcoin yeah. work. Yeah. And um, one of the reasons it's so still so nascent, it, they, they both, they, date back to 2008 so they're not that old but they're you know they're they're 11 yeah so yeah we've had no no they're nine even it's 2017 yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. we've had we've had uh yeah bitcoin has been a thing for for nine years now yeah, yeah. so it's not it's not old but it's still like developing yeah and the other one of the other big reasons why it's um it's still not as widely used as it might be is because nobody knows who invented it and no one knows no one knows not not at all it's been traced back to a pseudonym called satoshi nakamoto but, but we don't know who he is no and several people have claimed to be him but not actually demonstrated that they are him so obviously people treated it with great suspicion for a long time and the, well, du- yeah. and the dark web was very very excited about the whole thing and was exchanging a lot of drugs and porn and things oh of course you know yeah. you know those dark web people those dark webs those the dark webbers yeah as we like to call them here yeah on the light web yes they uh they <laughs> the- they they do all that kind of bad things yeah with uh, with cryptocurrency <laughs> Because it's because it's good. Yeah. Because there's no one watching. Yeah. So um, the technical term for what the blockchain is is a digital ledger. It's a digital distributed ledger. Or, okay. Uh, so let's break that down. Yeah. There. Like digital meaning. Yeah. Digital meaning it's it's entirely yeah. electronic. Yeah. Uh, distributed does that that means it it doesn't have yeah there are multiple copies yeah there's multiple nodes basically like uh there's lots of people in a network and they all sort of uphold it it's decentralized it's so not there's got a no, central yeah. there's no central leader running it yeah and yeah. so i guess uh, uh compared to systems mm. like established mm. systems like visa mm. for example they would have a central server where they keep yeah. all of their information or servers yeah. yeah um they would have a kind of centralized mm. like hey headquarters for their operations for keeping all track of everything the other thing yeah that's right the other thing about blockchain is that it's uh, everyone instead of everyone keeping their own records and having their own statement it's mutual it's everyone sharing the same ledger of transactions in the middle that they can all see so everyone can edit it everyone's like transactions well change the same yeah but it's but it's but it's by consensus i can't go and change it without everyone without everyone party to that transaction agreeing that that's what happened yeah so you can't just change it willy-nilly that'd be chaos yeah but if you agree to make a transaction yeah what is it is it public um some of them are i mean that's a whole other thing yes in bitcoin's case it's public okay yeah so um so let me get this straight like usually this is the other way around (laughs) and i'm explaining it to the guest yeah um so but i really i've tried for a very long time to, to understand blockchain, and I failed, um, which is why you're here. So, in the case of Bitcoin, if I were to buy goods or services with a Bitcoin, yeah, I would give it. I would agree with someone, and I would send them a Bitcoin or a part of a Bitcoin, yeah, because they're very valuable right now. Yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, but... um, and every anyone who looked at the ledger would see that transaction. Yeah. 
They wouldn't know, yeah. would they see what it was for? They would, or they would just see that it, you know, went from A to B. They would see that it went from A to B. They yeah. wouldn't see that you had bought like a PlayStation with it. But they would know yeah. that. And would they, how would, what's the identifying information? Is it an IP ah. address? Is it a name? Yeah, each, each one gets a unique code and they're streams and streams long. They're just really... And that's the Bitcoin you're talking about? Each transaction. I mean, it, okay. Yeah. So it doesn't matter whether it's a Bitcoin. In this case, in this example, it's a Bitcoin, but yeah. it, it could be anything. The other thing thing about it is that it's it's super open anybody can post transactions you can read transactions and see whether they've all gone but there's very few other rules we don't have to see that it's christopher bingham to callum fuller okay we, you, so you, it, you it, could use your you could use slow mozovo and i could use any pseudonym i want yeah and, and I, I could be uh uh, Queen of Diamonds, yeah. sixty nine. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fun sex joke in it's there. Fu- and you, yeah. you could be uh, Alpha Papa. Yeah, because you really love Alan Partridge. Alan Partridge. <laughs> and um, and the, so the ledger in that instance would say that like point six of a Bitcoin had gone from Alpha Papa to Queen of Diamonds, sixty nine. Yeah, and that. So is that just dependent on the rules of whatever block? chain you're dealing with i guess yeah i mean at the moment there are very few rules there's the only rules that we have in general are that you can't send bitcoins that you don't have and you can't same send the same bitcoin to two different parties well yeah because that would that would make contradictory records on the ledger yeah but and that's basically like all money i can't give a pound i don't have to anyone yeah and i can't give uh one pound to two different people. Yeah, because if you do, uh, Fight Club happens yeah. and the world is <laughs> sent spiralling into yeah. chaos. And and we just keep reliving the same nightmare over and over. Yeah. yeah. It's um, so... Uh, okay, let me try and get this straight in my head. So, the, so Bitcoin is one of many cryptocurrencies. Yeah. It can take any kind of form. Mm-hmm. Um, and the blockchain is the infrastructure that the kind of software that it runs on is it software is it right to call it software i wouldn't say it's software but it's just like a like a file format it's it's right to describe it as the infrastructure it's a bit like a file like this record this this xml or whatever you know big long stream of information in a in a big matrix that is updated on everyone's copy anytime yeah. that something is i done. think that's fair to that's a fair description we okay. can we can live with that and there you could theoretically have as many blockchains as you want or as few like yeah. there's one that is just for bitcoin yeah and there are other ones for different things and you could have like your bank <clears throat> could have a blockchain for keeping track of certain things. Yeah. Would you like to hear about some tests that have been done with it and some ways it's being used? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So um, we have at least, I mean, this number changes a lot, but um, we have roughly 50 major banks worldwide that are experimenting with Bitcoin. Experimenting? Like it's, I love... No, not with Bitcoin, with blockchain. With block, Yeah, yeah. I, with blockchain. I, lo- I love yeah. that, like... Yeah, well, like R and D departments in a bank. You don't really yeah. think about it. You think about it in in car companies and yeah. chemical companies and yeah. things. You don't consider banks as having this like high tech R and D team. Yeah, but they do. Yeah. They, of course they do. And um, uh, the thing is, um, I, I I should explain. Like, there's a couple of reasons why they're not just adopting it outright now. Yeah. Although people think that it might well be in common usage by about 2020 to 2022, something like okay. that. Okay. 
obviously there was the whole reticence to use well, it because yeah, of its background. Yes, yeah, so, well, there's all the dark web is using yeah. it for child porn and marijuana. Yeah. And well, all of that, you don't want to be associated with that. So first, yeah. we got to change public opinion. Yeah. So we've got a sort of a PR problem. Yeah. And also the fact that nobody knows who even gave it to the world. Yeah. Uh, and also, presumably, like, banks, particularly when you're talking the Wells Fargo's, the... HSBCs of the world, the yeah. visas of the world. They these guys have spent a lot of money making their own infrastructures. Yeah, and they don't want to overhaul them if it's working. Yeah, yeah. So they need to be sure that it's better than what they're using. Yeah. The other th- the other theory about it is that in, if if the network's big enough, it's almost impossible to commit fraud in yeah. theory because uh, that because goes... of a because con- of a consensus thing. Yeah, that goes back to the idea yeah. that it's all like there are loads of copies of it. You can't yeah. doctor one copy and say, yeah. "Oh, look, I have more money." Yeah, because everyone's going to know, and it yeah. has to have been approved. kind of approved on the whole network. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you can imagine Bitcoin's the largest blockchain, and so if you want to if you want to commit fraud using that, every you need more than fifty percent of Bitcoin users to say, "Yeah, go for it." That would be one hell of a fraud yeah yeah so those are the potential advantages and so uh, we have um, there's a group called a group of banks called r3cve which includes hsbc and citibank and jp morgan and deutsche bank and all these really major banks yeah they're all playing with it and seeing how it goes but they've got and they're doing like micro transactions and on smallish networks to yeah. just sit, test the theory that's it that's where they are um but there are other groups like um some of the big four accountancy firms are seeing how it can be used for other um industries they're doing it for media rights royalties for yeah. music yeah so like this gets onto something that yeah. quite interests me yeah. is the idea that so leaving cryptocurrencies aside for a yeah. second the blockchain itself the technology it doesn't need to be used to track money no right? it doesn't it could like this infrastructure for keeping track of ownership yeah. and transactions and basically like mm-hmm. all of the metadata yeah. involved in any kind of transaction yeah could be used to track all kinds of things yeah so so they're looking at media rights so in theory um if you were you if you were a client of one of these firms they could track wherever any high five spaceship track is played around the world yeah and it would go on the blockchain and you would get you would unfailingly get your money yeah man that sounds great to me. Instead of like, you know, the off chance, like if it's played in an Irish bar in Mongolia. Oh, yeah. You may not get your money. Oh, yeah. So so we're talking like establishments mm. like PRS. Yeah. Who track, right, who track performance rights and, and yeah. revenue. Yeah. That could ch- that could totally change their game. Yeah, entirely. It, I it, mean, like media, mo- media rights in, say, big Hollywood movies, they get crazy. Yeah. Have you ever tried to figure out who owns Superman? <laughs> it's insane. Superman is owned by like 20 people. <laughs> yeah. Superman exactly. is owned by like a, a like 20 odd people yeah. over the over the last 100 years. And when whenever they make a Superman film, yeah. there is a person in the studio whose only job it is to write up a report on who owns what percentage of the things that appear in the Superman movie down to the particular color of the S and the shape of the costume and the cape was like the cape was introduced in 71 by this guy so he needs a cut that shit gets real complicated yeah and all that could be so your man there probably may 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 not be a man but uh, <laughs> that person could be facing unemployment soon if blockchain is widely adopted yeah you just could, type into the you just type into the blockchain uh pseudo yeah. 
make Superman movie. Yeah. And, and it uh, not only it makes it all yeah. for you, uh, it, um, al- it also makes sure all the money goes everywhere. Yeah. The movie making, that's a different piece of software. We'll talk about it another time. Yeah. But that's, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's in theory, that's, that's it. Um, so there's some other cool ways it's being used already, like, properly. Yeah. So uh, the Republic of Georgia, as in Georgia, like, former Soviet state Georgia, not, not Georgia, America... Yeah. They use the blockchain already as their land registry. Okay. So you acquire land, it goes on the national property ownership blockchain. I think in 2006, certainly in the mid-noughties, Russia sort of flexed its muscles a bit and sent a few tanks into Georgia yeah. to just sort of say, you know, simmer down, don't don't go getting... So do you think, like, does it is it like a kind of response to the political climate there? It could well be. You could have a a kind of slightly more reliable, decentralized record of who owns what. Yeah, yeah. So, so Georgia, every everybody who owns a house in Georgia, every every public building, every privately owned building is on a blockchain. Oh man! In in Georgia, imagine um imagine if Europe had had that during World War Two. Yeah, it's just been so much easier. No, 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 no. So much- sorry, sorry. This is where the line is. <laughs> yeah, but like the amount yeah. of stuff that was looted and stolen, like yeah. priceless antiques and pieces of art that were like stolen in that war. So, um, the you if they'd had that, yeah, or if they had that in future conflicts, because you know conflict there is still looting that goes on in war zones. Yeah, if you had a blockchain, if you had this kind of relatively reliable inf- almost infallible record of who owns what then the cleanup would be a lot easier yeah exactly and you know and and so that's that's how that's that's how blockchain's being used and you'll still get ss officers holding you to gunpoint telling you to sign yeah. sign their blockchain yeah <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah but... so what, what it'll just it'll just encourage more extreme nastiness <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it'll be uh, more violent yeah just the, the theft of art yeah actually, but actually that's that's an um so art is a way it, it is the priceless pieces of art um could well now be logged on blockchain and it's, it's so much better for unique things so um there's a company here in london yeah, you, it's not necessarily great for like stock you know keeping stock in a shop not or... not at least at the moment i mean i think there'll be ways of yeah. making them unique. at the moment it's really good for high value yeah. kind of exclusive marketplaces yeah. where where the products are very unique yeah so so yeah. like there's a there's a business here in london called everledger which is a really good example and, and they are um they basically run a blockchain of all the diamonds all nice the di- all the diamonds all 100 percent of the diamonds all of the diamonds nice. so um so as you can imagine each diamond is unique and it's you know it's to stop the sort of um blood diamond sort of situation with danny archer having to chase people all over africa yeah 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 no you yeah. don't want no nobody's got time for that in today's no. modern world no. but if you can just check the ledger and be like oh yeah i it, guess this diamond was stolen by this guy yeah and i mean yeah or i guess this diamond belongs to this dude yeah and actually this is a really good point and it harks back to the art point um the blockchain records literally everything that goes back to the beginning of that object's existence yeah every owner owner that's things ever had and that goes for bitcoins that's gonna be difficult for diamonds yeah some of them <laughs> they used to be coal yeah <laughs> 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 yeah that's true that's a very old bit that's a very old blockchain 
We've, we've managed to extend it back to before the blockchain existed. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, but that makes sense. Yeah, that yeah. So sense. and 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 so what they do is they take a three D scan of each diamond. It, that scan exists on the blockchain, and it has every cut, every inclusion on the diamond, and you can just see that that is the diamond. Yeah, it's this particular diamond, and it belongs to you. That, that it sounds great so yeah. far. It's sounding fantastic so far. Yeah. Um, just to go back to cryptocurrency, you teased me this before. Yeah. yeah. Before we started recording, yeah. So there are kind. Of, just want to remind listeners that there are kind of these two layers to what we're talking about. There are the cryptocurrencies that use the blockchain, mm. like Bitcoin, yeah. And there is the bit. There is the blockchain itself, yeah, which is the the infrastructure, the the way that it's recorded, and that can be used yeah. in all kinds of capacities. You teased this slightly earlier before yeah. we started recording. There are other cryptocurrencies. Yeah, right? so, yeah, there are. Yeah, tell me about some of um, them. I think the one you'll be keenest to know about is Coinye West. <laughs> Wait, so, so this is Kanye West's own it, currency? Yeah, where he sort of dipped his toe, like like lots of things Kanye does. He dipped his toe in something and then lost interest pretty quickly, and now you can't use it because it's not it's not being traded. Nobody's using it. Um, so there are loads of poor, sad people out there with like Kanye West fun dollars. Yeah, yeah. that can't use them. Yeah, nobody will accept them anywhere. And that, like, let's yeah. be frank, that that is what they are. They're like, yeah, they're yeah. like Disneyland money. Yeah, yeah. It, they're yeah. like, they're like the tokens that you get out of slot machines yeah. at, at uh, the fair. Yeah, you know. <laughs> They are yeah. they are not legal tender anywhere but Kanye West's like house maybe <laughs> yeah Kanye West's pool party resort. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, yeah. I mean, that alone, you know, the possibilities yeah. are end- endless when yeah. it comes to fun fairs and, yeah. and, and theme parks and yeah. stuff. Yeah, you could have your own micro economy with yeah. your, with your own stupid Kanye money, or, or or some stupid money of your own devising. Oh man, what else is there? Are, um, there, are there any as good as that? No, I, I mean, there's loads and loads and loads. There's a big list on Wikipedia, but I haven't memorized it. Um, so I'm just bringing up this list here just to give a, a couple yeah. more examples to our listeners. Yeah. You can find this on Wikipedia by searching for list of cryptocurrencies. So there's Dogecoin. I can see that straight away. <laughs> <laughs> Dogecoin. <laughs> so Dogecoin uh, started in 2013 is active. Yeah. You can trade in Dogecoin. Yeah. If you feel like it, Namecoin next with an X, Potcoin, Primecoin, Potcoin. I mean, imagine what that theme is. There's uh, there's one here called Titcoin, <laughs> which is which is which uh, in the little in the little uh, box to the right with under under notes, it reads the first cryptocurrency to be nominated for a major adult industry award. <laughs> I mean, what does that mean? <laughs> I guess they like the joke. Yeah, I don't know. Because uh, underneath, like I the only, I di- don't, th- I don't see any porn stars accepting payment for their services using Titcoin. Underneath it all, the only difference between these things is the name and the relative values. Oh man, it's still active though. I kind of want to own a Titcoin. Been active since twenty fourteen. Twi- it's been active since twenty fourteen. I want a Titcoin. <laughs> 
you could probably go and buy it right now on the internet. Uh, Obviously, these things are these are hilarious. Yeah. But, but Bitcoin has very much cornered the market. Really, none of these have any sort of like it's anything like the same level of use. In our favourite part of London, Shoreditch, there's an ATM where you can withdraw bitcoins. Oh yeah, no, you pointed out to me last mm. time we were in that area of London. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. And I don't like being in that area of London, but no, we were there. We were there for a friend, showing solid solidarity. We, we, we were we were supporting them. Yes, and uh, there was a yeah. There, he, you swung. We swung by the Bitcoin ATM. Yeah. And checked it out. It, it, it looked was, like an ATM. Yeah, it looked like a big big ATM <laughs> in some cafe. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, yeah. You and you can uh, in that part of London because of its hipster land, you can buy all sorts of things. You can go get a beer and pay with Bitcoin there. Brilliant. Um, that's probably the other fundamental difference between Bitcoin and those, though. You won't be able to buy a beer with titcoins. Yeah, but I mean, there's no guarantee that Bitcoin will be accepted in any more places. No. Or for how long it will be accepted in yeah. these places. Yeah. It's not not the most stable no. currency. I mean, well, do you want... I can illustrate to you the volatility. Yes, please do. I mean, so do, do we want to get into the drawbacks and problems? Um, um, or we can, we can, we can. I can tease this. Let's, and then we can, let's talk about this, yeah, and then, and yeah. then we'll, yeah, we'll change. Okay. So uh, what? So how? What's Bitcoin valued at now? Okay. Yeah. So I checked the value yesterday. Bitcoin yesterday, one Bitcoin was worth one thousand eight hundred and seventeen pounds, or two thousand four hundred and forty dollars. That's a lot. That's a lot for one coin. Yeah. So we're talking like any transaction you make is percent is small yeah, percentages it, of a bitcoin. Yes, exactly. Um, unless you're buying a car or something. Yeah. But if you go back to the 11th of June 2017, it was uh, one bitcoin was worth two thousand two hundred seventy-two pounds. Jeez. If you go back to the 16th of February 2017. One Bitcoin was seven hundred and ninety-six pounds. That's that's very volatile. Yeah, in tw- in September twenty sixteen, one Bitcoin was four hundred and thirty-five pounds. That's crazy. So that's yeah. a huge zigzag, just up and yeah. down, up and down. Yeah, it's that's insane. Yeah, it's it, it is. It's it's really really uh, to 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 illustrate. So to Satoshi, the, the account belonging to Satoshi Nakamoto. Yeah, uh, the man who gave us all this. Yeah, um, the human, the, the person, the, the definite person, not uh, not a group or or a pseudonym, or not a group, not not an elite group of hackers, no, not not definitely not the the ghost of Steve Jobs, no, definitely <laughs> definitely not Adam Levine or uh, what, the man from Maroon Five, <laughs> <laughs> no, de- definitely not him, definitely not. Definitely not uh, Elon Musk in disguise yeah, in yeah. a wig. So, um, so, so yeah, that guy, yeah, Satoshi Nakamoto, uh, that account um, holds a million bitcoins right now. So, in uh, September 2016, that account was worth uh, 726 million pounds. Today, it's worth 1.8 billion pounds. But it'll go down again. It'll crash, yeah. and there's no guarantee that yeah. it'll even be trading in a year's time. I mean, if I was Satoshi. I would hit withdraw. <laughs> yeah, I'd maybe sell those bitcoins pronto. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a that's almost two billies. Yeah, that's a lot of dosh. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a lot of real world bones that yeah. aren't going to drop at us in a second. Yeah, I would buy gold or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. So we've established that you can do a lot with mm. the blockchain. Yeah. That you can have a lot of fun with your own, yeah. uh, own cryptocurrencies currency. if you feel like it. 
and that the the blockchain could theoretically kind of kind of do anything we want it to do. Yeah. Um, so we're going to take a break. Yeah. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the worst case scenarios. Yes, we will. Hey guys, it's Breakbing here. Thank you for listening to episode 10 of I Will Save You From The Future. And thank you again to my special guest for this episode, Callum Fuller. You can find Callum Fuller on Twitter at Callum underscore Fuller, and that's one L on Callum and two L's on Fuller. And from there, you can find some of the stuff that he writes, including articles about this very topic, cryptocurrency. A little bit of extra news that I wanted to mention. We recorded this a couple of weeks ago, but last week, Burger King announced their own cryptocurrency in Russia called the Whopper coin. That's right, people. It's here. It's happening. You can invest in Whopper coin, I believe, starting late this September. If you, I guess if you're Russian and you really love Burger King, you can spend them in store or you can buy them and trade them like a currency. Callum texted me about that just before I recorded this, and he also sent me along an article that he wrote about it on his website. Um, so you should head over to his Twitter and find that link to that article because it's it's great and fascinating. Thank you again to John D for suggesting the topic for this episode. If you want to get involved and share articles or ask questions or you have ideas for topics that would make really good UC episodes, the best place to do that is at the Facebook page. I have a Facebook group for um, discussion of all my projects, including this one. You can get to it by going to bingshappyplace.com. Join in there. Um, it's a really cool growing community of awesome people. Um, you don't have to post about you, so you can post about one of the other things that I make. You could talk about Pride and Prejudice Lit Edition, which is my other main podcast. You could talk about Peaked, which I just finished recording uh, with Bound. We have one extra little episode to record, but then it's it's over. Or you could talk about, you know, other stuff. Just, you know, make friends, uh, get involved. There are loads of, like, introduction threads on there, like, people meeting people, people making friends. It's It's awesome. As always, if you'd like to tweet about the show, please do so using the hashtag UCCast. That's hashtag IWSYCast. It really helps us out. And it's awesome just to see you guys talking about the technology and talking about uh, the topics that we bring up. Um, you can also leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. Uh, write a couple sentences about how great the show is. It really, really helps us um, get out there and like grow in the charts and reach new people. It's 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 a really, really good way of supporting the show. You can find every episode of this and the other podcasts that I do at hitwithwrench.com forward slash podcasts. If you go to hitwithwrench.com, just like the main uh, homepage, uh, it's an online store that I run um, and it's full of cool stuff. And in the next week or two, we're going to be rolling out a ton of new things. I'm really, really excited. We're basically like refreshing the whole front of the store with loads of loads of stuff. There's going to be a lot of pre-orders for new stuff. Um, there's going to be a poster. There's going to be a zine, a new comic, as well as standard pre-orders for the album that I just finished uh, kickstarting. So the whole website is getting this massive makeover and there's going to be a lot of really awesome new merch um, that hopefully you guys will be 
uh, interested in in grabbing. So stay tuned for that. I'm sure I will plug it in um, upcoming episodes. Speaking of, next episode, my guest is going to be Tom Bowne, my co-host on Peaked, and we're going to be talking about drones. I'm also changing up the format a little bit. It's been 10 episodes now, and I want to experiment a little bit. Um, and so the next episode will be a little bit different. The one after that will be even more different it's, I'm not going to tell you anything more, but um, I will trail it in the next episode. You may even want to do a bit of homework before episode 12. That's it from me. Um, thank you for listening again. And now on with the show. So we're back. I'm here with my guest, Callum Fuller, sitting right next to me. Uh, He is a financial journalist, and we are talking about cryptocurrencies and the blockchain. Callum. Yes. What can go wrong? (laughs) Okay, um, I'm going to start with just some technical uh, problems, not not going too deep. Yeah, okay. uh, But there, there are a few just structural problems with it that exist. Okay. And they're going to impede, well, could com- impede uh, widespread adoption. One of them is just computing power. Yeah. You have these people called Bitcoin and blockchain miners. And every time there's a transaction processed effectively on the chain, they need to use algorithms to create the new encryption, which has to be unique. And although it's being done with faster and faster chips, it's really power intensive. You need a lot of computers to get that done. So every so every time every time that there's a transaction, yeah. it needs to be it needs yeah. to be. Oh, I don't understand encryption enough. I, no, neither of us do. So let's not go too deep into that. Basically, you need. You need to. Oh, I need to do a whole thing on encryption because it's so complicated. Yeah. You be, yeah. You need you need a unique encryption key, and that in a, today's world yeah. with so many encryption keys, yeah, it's hard to make a new yeah. new one that hasn't been done before. Yeah, exactly, and that's because I mean, that's partly it, but also I mean the reason this is even built in is because if you could just keep generating them their value would just plummet and eventually be worthless yeah and it would be like 1930s germany yeah man it'd be like wikipedia anyone can edit that shit yeah so you need to create a a a limited supply you need some way of limiting the supply to create value okay cool and that that the way of limiting it is to in like apply these intensive yeah uh like encryption algorithms yeah but the problem one of the problems is with bitcoin this isn't necessarily a blockchain problem this is definitely a bitcoin problem and it might impede bitcoin's wider adoption again is that the way they've designed it is that there's only room in the system for 21 million bitcoins in circulation and we're currently at around 17 million so we just there's just a hard ceiling on that yeah there's no there's not enough headroom by way of comparison the amount of traffic going through visa like every you can imagine every moment there's millions upon millions of transactions. Yeah. At the moment, Bitcoin at its peak has had about 20,000 transactions uh, an hour, and that's peanuts. Yeah. So yeah, you've got yeah. a capacity issue yeah, there. Yeah, part, that's yeah. partly just specific to Bitcoin. Yeah. Because they've they've <clears throat> weighed themselves down with that, that yeah. ceiling. Yes. Um, but also just generally, we haven't seen proof of a, of a blockchain that has 
achieved the kind of volume that current systems yeah so that i mean bitcoin is the largest blockchain in existence yeah and it it has and at the moment it hasn't come anywhere even close to what to something like visa no not i mean it's it's just it's it's minuscule by comparison wait so if there are 17 million i didn't fully understand this before if there are 17 million Mm. bitcoins in circulation and we can have a maximum of 21 who issues them how they made oh so basically i'm not exactly sure but you've got these people called blockchain miners bitcoin miners who like mining as in like with a pickaxe yeah no they yeah. go underground yeah they go go underground and they dig you up your bitcoins okay yeah and so yeah they're the people who are responsible for issuing and adding the encryptions to the chain so in a way it's almost like an exchange of processing power and and time yeah for uh money yeah like you, you basically you apply. Yeah. You you task a computer. You task a very powerful computer with coming up with an encryption that is powerful enough to be unique. To be unique. To be a unique Bitcoin. Yeah. And having ta- having done that, you have earned yourself one Bitcoin. Yeah. Or a part of one. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 That's insane. That's how it works. Yeah. Cryptocurrency be crazy. Yep. Okay, so what's like the worst case scenario? Okay, so um, the worst thing that's literally ever happened in... This is a real world example. This is a real world example. Okay. So there was a Bitcoin exchange based in Tokyo called Mt. Gox. Mm-hmm. And it was launched in 2010. And by 2013, it was handling, and wait for it, 70% of Bitcoin transactions. That's a lot. And in February 2014, it ceased trading and closed its website and exchange service and filed for a form of bankruptcy protection in japan called the civil rehabilitation which allows the courts to seek seek a buyer but by april 2014 it had been it was in liquidation so all of those bitcoins what happened to them um so it meant that customers holding bitcoin they call them bitcoin wallets but bitcoin accounts with mt gox no longer had any access to their holdings but the blockchain kept proper track of where all their money was and to this day you can see that they own those bitcoins they but they can't do anything but they can't them. log in and access them oh so they're just sitting there forever and as far as anyone can uh, ascertain they will just sit there in perpetuity and there's no it, way of like yeah there's no way of decrypting them because they had the yeah they had the keys yeah and, and they, they and they gone wrapped up and they just said nope sorry yeah that's it no more no more of these bitcoins for you we know that they belong to you but you but can't you can't do anything with them because yeah. you don't have the password. Yep, and this is this is like this is what unregulated anything looks like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's absolutely yeah. the epitome of unregulated financial systems at yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no protection for those. Presumably, absolutely no protection. Yeah, for those yeah, people. yeah, yeah. No, no insurance payout, nothing like that. Yeah, I mean, they, if this happened with a normal bank here, then you would you would be protected. Uh, 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 there yeah, are there yeah. are institutions in place to protect yeah. you yeah. if a bank goes under. That's trading real money. Your money is guaranteed, or at least a portion of it is. But yeah, with Mount Gox, nothing. No, those nothing. people get nothing those people got nothing wow yeah when things do go wrong i mean there's a there's things called forks in blockchains which uh we won't go yeah i saw this on your notes what does forks mean so they occur when like two groups of users disagree over to over a proposed uh, change when that happens you end up with two descendant chains as it were yeah showing both or more possibilities Okay. When it's resolved, like when your computer uh, goes wrong and you can sort of wind back the clock to the original point and then you just select the one you want to go with, but the other descendant chain stays, so we've got a record of at least what went wrong. Yeah. 
2016, there's a blockchain exchange called Ethereum. They experienced a hard fork. Uh, this was in July 2016, I should have said. There was a hack and fo- um, because somebody found a vol- vulnerability in the Ethereum code, which led to some of the investors losing their cash. But what they did was they restored it back to a point before the original attack. Yeah, they just time machined it. Yeah, they just time machined it. And it went back to before the attack. And then you ended up with with a fork showing what happened with the attack. But everyone stayed on the timeline without the attack. Yeah. But you have to kind of, you yeah. have to, like every, there has to be a consensus yeah. across the board on that blockchain that we were rolling back to yeah, a certain yeah, point. So, yeah. We're like, we're going back and we're like uh, going down the other timeline. Yes. We all have to agree that that's what's happening. Yeah. And anything, any progress, any, any saves, any save games yeah. since that point are yeah. lost. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, but you, we, we keep a note saying this did happen. We sort of acknowledge it, but we're not actually like living it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And you've got one you've got one more thing down here which looks fucking scary. <laughs> this. Yeah, so this hasn't happened. Okay. But it could and but, will. But we live in a world where it probably will. Yeah. Um so this is foreign state state sponsored attacks. Yes. Yeah. And I mean generally just any kind of a I guess any kind of mm. hack attack. Hack attack. Hack attack. Any kind of Hacky like sack. Any time <laughs> any kind of cheese strings hack attack. Yeah. Um, that you wanna you wanna throw out there, whether it's sponsored by a rival mm. government mm. or a militant group mm. or an extremist group. Yeah. How would they go about doing that? So what you do is like plan it out like years in advance, and you get people to legitimately join the blockchain. Yeah. Years ahead, Shh. and and they would process many hundreds of legitimate transactions every day. Yeah. Such that they are trusted. Yes. This is to get over the whole point I made earlier. The consensus thing. So they become like reputable members of the community, upstanding people in the community. Let's say, for example, it's the London Stock Exchange. Yeah. 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 Let's say, like, paint a picture of the London Stock Exchange in 50 years' time. It's running on blockchain. Yeah. And all these, like, very inconspicuous pillars of the community. Yeah. Um, who are d- just definitely not... Spies. <laughs> what a hackers look like. I'm I don't pi- know. I'm picturing I'm picturing a white guy with a beard and a... And a, and a hoodie. And like a anthrax t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> That's my he, personal he biases. Just, he just loves anthrax. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's well, my personal. There's no biases. no no metal band better. Eventually, their paymasters yes decide that now is the time. We're just gonna what like just spam it. Yeah, S- spam it with transactions. And you you compromise the whole ledger at least for a, a time. What you've done is you created a fork, firstly, yeah. which is a nightmare to begin with. But you could literally in the interim time, you've, you're causing a collapse of businesses, jobs, the stock exchange completely collapses and societal collapse follows brilliant yeah you know because the value of a pound or dollar or whatever it is has completely dropped through the floor um the supply of all sorts of goods and services things like food yeah and all sorts of stuff everything is interrupted yeah and i guess although you can roll back presumably Mm. at some point you could roll back the fork yeah and like fix it but any like real world goods or services have been interrupted or tangible things that have been traded in that time they can't be rolled back no and you've you've called you've caused economic chaos and the supply of all sorts of goods and services is completely interrupted and Mm. that's all sorts of things we need like skateboards and pizzas yeah 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 any pizza bought in that time forget yeah. about it you're yeah. not getting that back well probably not getting the flour 
No. <laughs> or the tomatoes. Okay, so yeah. that's so that's kind of terrifying. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of terrifying. So, so one thing that could go wrong is societal collapse being. It reminds me <laughs> it reminds me of the way that Newgrounds is run. Like on on the website newgrounds.com, mm-hmm. you can post your flash cartoon and if you're a a new user and you mm-hmm. post a terrible terrible 30 second stick man animation of him on a skateboard and then mario's there and he throws a fireball at the mm. stick man and then the stick man explodes and there's blood uh you don't have much sway no. and if a pa- if a power user who has been on the site for 10 years and has built up a reputation decides that that is not a very yeah. good stick man animation you get blammed and mm. it gets deleted yeah and i feel like maybe that it's the same approach to money Yes. Where you have this kind of community, kind of self-auditing yeah. in place that could go terribly wrong if the community is very slowly infiltrated yeah. by baddies. <laughs> yes, baddies. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just call them baddies. Yeah. Because we don't, we don't want to politicise this any too no. much. No, Just bad dudes. Yeah. Bad people humans yeah. who mean bad who mean bad <laughs> they, mean, they mean to they do bad they've broken fully bad <laughs> yeah. and they've decided that they want to take down the blockchain and there's yeah. nothing we can do to stop them because they're a, a nation of humble chemistry teachers who <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't suspect them at all <laughs> what else can we like okay we've got this technology yeah. right we've got the blockchain mm. we've we've you know tried and tested it apart from a few hiccups mm. where the world collapses <laughs> yeah. um it works and yeah. we've adopted it for everything yes you go to the car dealership it's all managed on, the on blockchain. a blockchain you go your insurance all of your claims mm. all of your credit history that's all on a blockchain yeah your bank accounts they all run on blockchain the yeah. uh, stock exchanges no no more ticker tape for you it's mm. all blockchain yeah and it's all i mean by this point probably all like in your skin as yeah. well and yeah you're like you've got you've got like led tattoos telling you the dow jones is up and now yeah. it's down and also and- you've got you've got Three days left to live. Yeah, your your inbuilt like eye fit bit is yeah. telling you that the Dow Jones is crashing. Yeah. Um, and to change your to like update your blockchain stat pronto. Yeah. Um so um what like what what else could be run on a blockchain in this future? Well, I mean, you sort of touched on it there. We could be tracked, because you can track anything on a blockchain. Yeah, I mean it's essentially like glorified kind of metadata, right? Yeah. It's like a database. Yeah, it's exactly it. Yeah, it's a massive database recording metadata. So I mean I, I was thinking, I mean, our governments know when we leave and return to the country anyway. Yeah. But Oh yeah, so yeah, borders, you, border borders, control. Yeah. You could just, you know, use the blockchain to record all that yeah just check the like is this is is citizen b sixteen four z in his chosen country is he in where he lives or is he in somewhere else yeah just check the blockchain yeah and if there's a discrepancy we're coming for you yeah people themselves yeah yeah. I feel like I feel like I mean we you know we we're, we're on the electoral roll in this yeah. country yeah but some lots of people aren't that could be blockchainified yeah um 
the like just the tracking of human human life yeah just recording our our movements every 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 kind of legal recording of a human being born of a human dying how old they are where they live what their phone number is what their social security is what their assets are yes we're talking hundreds of blockchains at this point right not just one kind of hundreds maybe thousands not kind of a central one there wouldn't be a central one for literally everything because that would just be unmanageable that would be that would be uh crazy talk Yeah, yeah We would have one for the electoral roll, one for banking, one for oil and gas companies, one for the media, and so on. Yeah, and we so we get to a point very quickly with the blockchain mm. where every single piece of information that can be collected is is being collected. Moreover, it's in a database that is either kind of overseen by companies or that companies can see yeah. or that other people can see publicly. Mm. And the kind of information about your own finances, about your life, the assets that you own, you don't necessarily like, you kind of keep that in a kind of in the cloud. Yeah. In a way. Which is, as we know, notoriously secure. Yes, very secure and nothing goes wrong. Certain sectors, accountants are going to start using it in about three years. Yeah, accountants are going to use it. They're going to raise their kids to use it. Their yeah. kids are going to be on the blockchain. Yeah, with their collars. With the, yep. <laughs> Your Fitbit's going to be on the blockchain. Oh, you get, in some, you get into some real big brother territory real yeah. quickly with yeah. the blockchain. Yeah. If you go down this rabbit hole, horrible ethical problems. Oh man, yeah. I'm trying to think. So I'm trying to think of the the most dangerous information that could be on a blockchain. Is it your thoughts? <laughs> yes. Eventually, we'll. Because I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about. <laughs> I'm casting my mind back to the mind control interfaces right and we're a long way off but eventually yeah. we will be able to kind of read thoughts and and intentions and feelings and maybe yeah. even kind of catalog our memories in yeah. a very black mirror-esque way well maybe you'll be using the blockchain to catalog your memories yeah like yeah. you know when you play the sims i'm pretty sure you can check a log of like what every character has thought and who they've interacted with you can just like open a window and it's like it's like blah blah blah, blah. Like, how do they talk they're like how many they like it opens a little window and your your little sim is like nah, 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 huh? and, and it's like it oh. has just this like activity log with timestamps of it peed today your sim <laughs> peed again your sim went to bed your sim got up your sim went to work your sim talked to this other person's sim about cake and it, they had a disagreement <laughs> Like, if that's all being stored in a database, what if we all just become subjects in this massive blockchain-fueled game of Sims? And we wake up in a room full of ovens with no doors. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you wake up one morning, your doors are gone. There's a bunch of wicker chairs you don't remember buying. (laughs) And an open fire with no fire extinguisher. And all because, and all because, the blockchain got Russian hacked. The block, the blockchain got Russian hacked, and they saw your activity, and they knew when you were going to be asleep. Yeah. And they changed your all your um transaction or your like recent purchase orders, and redirected some wicker chairs and some building some construction work to your house. And they created a fork in which you burn to death. And it'll be fine. It'll be fine. The rest of the world will be fine because they can roll back the blockchain. 
<laughs> but, but you'll, you'll be, be gone. <laughs> you'll be dead. This is the world we can look forward to. <laughs> the forks and the forks, like the the concept of the fork and the blockchain, yeah. opens up so many possibilities. You get ah, uh, you just ah, uh, like a, a crime happens, right? A crime happens in the future, and it's not like it's not like Minority Report where we see it coming and we stop it. Yeah. It's the other way around. It's like it happened. Don't worry, we can fix it. We can roll it back. It's fine. Your assets will be fine. Your inheritance is fine. But sorry, grandma is still dead. <laughs> yeah. We, we couldn't back her up. Yeah. That... But don't worry, here's an external hard drive with all her thoughts. <laughs> don't, don't worry, you've still got the encryption. You've got all her encryption codes. You got all it. We wound it back. We got all your stuff back. And like, we're going to continue the blockchain as if she is alive. And you can upload her to, you can upload her to your Google home and Google home can just like select some phrases that grandma wants used. God, that creates, oh my God. When it, when it starts, when the blockchain starts governing the physical world, you're going to get some real discrepancies. Like if you've got a blockchain that, that, that dictates where all the park benches are you know for instance in a park or like where all the cars are supposed to be at any given time where all the automated taxis are at any yeah. given time the second one of them goes like off the grid mm. the second one breaks down and isn't where it's supposed to be in the blockchain you got this discrepancy where the blockchain says so and so is here or this taxi is here but no it isn't oh, and shit. it just starts compounding it's like gonna be like waiting for your uber which says it's two minutes away but it's never it, and why is it suddenly four minutes away no it's never coming and in the in the <laughs> instance not to not to make anyone more sad about like talk to your grandparents okay <laughs> yeah. you're not gonna be here forever make use of that time not to make anyone too sad about their grandmas but in the instance of the grandma she falls victim to a, a random act of violence piano falls on her or yeah. whatever she has mixed feelings about that and for insurance purposes we have to roll back the blockchain but she's still dead so there's this discrepancy yeah. here where we've got we've got the kind of yeah. mount gox situation where yeah. there is this like human life that is ostensibly still around yeah the blockchain still thinks she's there but she's not doing anything she's inert now and also yeah. the blockchain thinks the piano is still there yeah but it isn't doing anything no one can play it each one of these things in isolation because i've listened to all your other episodes yeah. and they all end in the horrifying dystopia but it kind of ties the, them all together the, uh, yeah <laughs> yeah it ties every every previous episode the canon of this of this show is tied together by everything being run by a blockchain yeah so what can we do what can our listeners at home do to avoid this future what can they do to escape honestly i just just hope that it comes in after you die can we establish like blockchain free zones do we have to maybe go like full neo luddite? Yeah, we have to like fully just go back to like a barter system. I mean, yeah, I mean, we could become Amish. Yes, and, I, mean, like, uh, we, I mean, if we are, if we just denounce currency. Yeah, I mean, look, we all just opt out of if we just the monetary all, system. Like opt out of currency and banking. Then I mean, we can't really. I mean, the thing is, we have the right to disappear. That's a thing. It's gonna become much much harder yeah and I... so you gotta disappear now is yeah. what you're saying yeah you gotta disappear now while it's relatively i mean it's difficult 
get new ready, yeah. but it's gonna get harder. So if you want to go off the grid, now's the time. I would say that new eyeballs and a finger transplant. First step in that process: <laughs> Google how to disappear. Yeah. Um, do it in incognito mode. <laughs> yeah. That's the first. Otherwise, step. you'll end up on a list. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can establish kind of blockchainless communities. Yeah. Where like a quiet carriage on a train. Yeah, like having quiet carriages, like having uh, demilitarized zones. Maybe we have uh, no blockchain zones where yeah. when you inhabit this space, you understand that there is a kind of common law about possession. Yeah. That is not recorded. Yeah. And we it operates like a uh, a kind of olden day uh yeah, barter system like in yeah. a market in a, yeah. in Skyrim. Yeah. Like y- you want you want my car? Give me those goats. Yeah, give me a bunch of goats. Give me some <laughs> yeah. uh, give me that, some of that sweet chicken meat you ske- you've got that on that skewer. Yeah. And I will give you a hug. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll say nope. No. Nope. Yeah. And, 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 you know, you, 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 both of you feel a bit slighted. Ah, I like this idea partly because at first, lovely idea, like on the face of it, lovely, very, like very idealist, very, uh, Hey, how about we get rid of fraud? Yeah. yeah. Very like gets back to our roots, get back, gets back to agriculture, gets Mm. back to the basics. We like that stuff. We we all like pretend to like that stuff. Yeah. Then we're going to have this problem of fighting. Well, I think we beyond just like wrestling over over objects because yeah. I mean that happens yeah. anyway. That's fine. We can't yeah. get rid of that. Yeah, you know, competition, whatever. Yeah. that's fine. But I think if we if we have these if we have these communes mm. that are blockchain free zones, they're gonna they're gonna become like holiday destinations for yuppies. Oh yeah, yeah. You're gonna get these. You're gonna get these like guys in in pinstripe suits wandering across the street into the no blockchain zone, like pulling off their ties, going, "Man, I need a break. I need a oh, break from the gonna rat have, race." They're gonna have loafers on. Yeah, they come over with their freaking loafers and their <laughs> their like stock exchange ticker visor. Yeah, their eyeballs flashing flashing different plus and minuses and ups and downs, and they they like switch it off and they take their tie off and it talks. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> they throw it to the ground. It's, and it's like, to... please, sir, master. Um, and it's they... going to be like when white people go vi- go to visit tribes in yeah. Central America and yeah, try just... the, and try their drugs. Yeah, he just comes down. He just like we've got a drum circle going on. He comes down. He, yeah. he like plops himself <laughs> down on a log, and he's just like, "What's Where's, what's the haps? What uh, you got any ayahuasca? Yeah, what's um, I'll give you these Ray Bans for them. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. no! And then there's just this like it. We get we're just the endless cycle of gentrification, isn't it? Yeah, where we we create this safe space with no blockchain, and then no blockchain becomes becomes popular the coming area it gets trendy not to own things and then we've just we're just right back where we started with all these fuckers who started did it in the first place so there's no escape no there's no escape there's no escape from the blockchain <laughs> is what we've <laughs> that's I what mean, we've deduced that's the conclusion that we've come to oh, no um oh dear <laughs> Sorry, guys. This I, is it. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah. I guess just... I guess just get used to it. Yeah. Just immersion therapy, stand in the lobby of a Fortune 500 company for an hour every day. 
<laughs> try and to just, like it. Just try and get used to it. <laughs> Eventually, it'll it'll stop being painful and it'll become like background noise, and you can live yeah. with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for listening, Callum. Um, where can people find you on the internet? Um, I have Twitter. It's at Callum with one L underscore Fuller, which has two L's. Nice. That's at Callum underscore Fuller. Callum mm. with one L, Fuller with two. Yeah. Uh, you write articles, you write for a, a, a publication, and you yeah. will, you tweet out those things, presumably. I do. I so do. go read some of Callum's fine, fine work if you want to learn more about finance and the goings-on of that world. And I guess, and I guess uh, yeah, this has been I Will Save You From The Future. My name's Christopher Bingham. My guest has been Callum Fuller. Um, and until next time, there's no... there's no escape? <laughs> there's no escape. 